You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Yes, welcome back. And I guess the cat is out of the bag. I'm engaged, Bella Army. Woo! <laughs> Plus, our brother is back to host a hilarious edition of everyone's favorite game show, Bella Brains. All right, here we go. Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Bree. And I'm Nicole. And this is the Bella's Podcast. And we are so happy the holidays are over because the holidays kicked our ass. <laughs> that is right. And that means it's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right, you guys. So today we're opening up with some vegan buzzes. Mm. Nicole and I are so obsessed with them. It's from this little place here in Phoenix called Delight. And we can't get enough of them. No, we can't. Because you know what? I can't do alcohol, not with this flu. And okay, you guys, we're going to get to my engagement, but I have to first talk about how sick I've been with the flu. Today is my first day out of bed in eight days. Eight. Eight days. I have never been so sick in my entire life. Um, I got diagnosed with influenza B. And one thing I just want to tell everyone, when you feel flu-like symptoms, I'm someone who powers through it because I just think my body's run down. But what's flu-like symptoms? Because I feel like flu-like symptoms can be like a head cold. Right. And that's very similar. I should have known that when I got a really deep, like, violent cough, I should have went into the doctor. But it took me two days of just trying to power through. I'll be fine. Go to bed early. Um, And then... Day three into it, I couldn't even move, and I knew something was wrong. It, it felt like a head cold, but even worse, my body was aching. I was burning up. My cough was really deep, and then I go get checked by the doctor. I'm positive for influenza B, Jeez. which, of course, is better than having A. Right. But it, my doctor was like, you're three days late. He's like, this is so bad already. And then yesterday, 
back at the doctor because my body started to reject the antibiotic. You start throwing so, up a lot. Oh, I was vomiting all day. And so now I'm on two antibiotics, one antibiotic to help keep the other antibiotic down. I'm just a mess. I've never in my life have been this sick. But can I say something? And in so much pain. Your skin looks great. Well, so I mean, sickness you. wears you well. Well, thank you. But, but I, tell everyone who your nurse was. I mean, you had two nurses. Actually. I had two nurses. Well, three technically. So I had Bree and Birdie for the first, was it? Five days. Five days. <laughs> <laughs> Birdie would leave water at the door because we had to put up a gate. And I got Bree and Birdie mask um, because I was so contagious that the doctor, like anyone who was near me had to be wear a mask or I had to wear a mask um, and I couldn't leave the bed. I mean, I couldn't, I, you have no energy when you have the flu. Right. You're so fatigued. fatigued. But this is the thing is I know what you're all thinking. You're like, doesn't Nikki have a house next door to Brie? Yes. But my sister didn't want to be alone. So she you was in my guest room. room when you're I know. Sick. You don't so, know what's going to happen. So we kind of made her a fort in there. Yes. And then Artem came in town and then he took over and I finally went home. And he's been taking care of me ever since. It's hard because we can't sleep in the same room, you know? Yeah. Well, and I started to get a head cold, so I was freaking out a little bit. But only two days and then knocked right out. Birdie never got sick. But, you know, I mean, this flu, it's going around the country. I started to do a lot of research. This is a really bad flu that's going around. So I suggest to everyone, wash your hands be careful who you're in contact with. If you see someone coughing or sneezing, avoid them. Um, and I have the to say the mask work. The mask work. Birdie and I wore the mask all the time and you we know, never got sick. I get why the people now do it in airports. I used to look at them like, is this a little exaggerated? I'm going to probably from now on be that person in airports that wears masks. Yeah. Because it, there's a reason for it. And after getting what I got, um, and I, I just keep thinking, was it when I was at the supermarket the night before Christmas Eve, remember how I wasn't feeling well, but Artem and I had to cook all a Christmas dinner. I remember specifically a man that was coughing in the produce section. Like, why are you coughing and sneezing? Ew, all over the produce. And when I started to read and do research on how contagious the flu is, it's like, you have to be careful. All I want to say is if anyone feels symptoms, and I, I mean... Who cares if it's very minor? You want to go get tested. It The test literally takes 15 minutes to know if you're positive for influenza A or B. So go do it. Right. Because when you wait long, it's dangerous. It's been a very dangerous week. I mean, it can take people's lives. And a very lives. painful week. It's already taken 2,000 people's lives so far in the U.S. Pretty scary. It's scary. So go get checked, you guys. But, you know, it's funny because my sister and I... During Christmas, we I had a full house of all the Danielsons were over, and Nicole had a bunch of people, and we just we hosted big Christmas dinner, and we had so much fun. And then Nicole and I were like, okay, the 26th to New Year's, we're going to get a lot of work done, but also relax, spa days, hike, do all this fun stuff. And then we were so exhausted, and then she got super sick, and then I started to feel sick. I mean, she just finally got out of bed this morning, but... I cannot believe how, like, you try to think to yourself, like, oh, yay, after the holidays, I'm just going to transition easy into being healthy and just kick ass. But the holidays kick your ass. And then I got super sick. And here, Artem and I were supposed to go to Sedona to have a magical New Year's Eve. I really wanted to ring in 2020 in a very spiritual way. And we had all these amazing, like, energy clearings set up and shaman. Visits set up, and I really wanted to go to the Vortex. 
Artem and I were going to have the most magical days going into 2020. We we're having this dinner that the Native Americans were performing for everyone for four hours with gorgeous music, and I didn't get to do any of it. Such I couldn't even journal. And because you, you couldn't cancel because it was so late, so you lost all that money. I know. Which, if anyone does get a chance to go to Sedona, the Enchantment Resort. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it looks magical. Or go to La Berge. It's where I got married, and it's pretty awesome. But you have to tell everyone what you and Arden were going to do from Sedona. What the biggest news of 2020 is. So, <laughs> if you haven't seen my Instagram, um, Artem and I got engaged in November when we were all in France. Woo! woo! Yes. Um, I will admit, it was very shocking because Artem and I, we've been together a year but it was very beautiful and like our families were there and here we're in France in this castle. It's my birthday and um, Artem proposed. And you guys, of course, Total Bellas was filming. I think that's why I didn't see it coming because I was like, there's no way he will do it while we're filming. Well, he did. Um, but his his engagement speech, is that what you would call it? Um I don't think it's a speech, but just or the way he proposed. The way he proposed. He was so nervous, which made me so nervous. All of a sudden, when I could tell how nervous he was, I got really nervous. And I, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, this isn't a birthday surprise anymore. This guy's about to propose to me. Um, and I just, I, I don't want to give like everything he said away, but one thing he said, how he opened it, he goes, you know, you've come into my life and you've turned it upside down. And I remember going, is that a good or a bad thing? But like, he was so nervous. He just, you know, when your words just lose you. Oh, totally. But you know what I have to say? Artem and his tux and what he set up. Oh, I can't wait for you guys to see it. And I have to say, I'm super excited, even though everything was really fast. I'm really excited. I'm definitely going to take my time getting married. That was the one thing I told Artem is I was like, I do not want to plan a wedding anytime soon. I really want to take our time being engaged and just soak it in. But I'm I'm extremely, extremely happy. Um, you know, the one thing that I love is like, you just, love happens. And, and there's no rules. I feel like everyone tries to have rules of like, well, you have to be together this long to get engaged. And then I don't feel like married. people say that at all. No, I think it's changed over the years. But um, Artem's just taught me that Love has no rules. It really doesn't. And it's so beautiful when it's like that, when you could just love. Yeah. I feel like in every relationship you've been in, it's kind of been no rules. Yeah. I think that's just kind of <laughs> me in my life. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's just been a lot of, it's, I think for you, because your relationships are on television and through social media, like there's a big presence and everyone's in your business because of media that you're always getting judged. So I think that's why you feel those things. But I really think people don't actually sit there and think like, oh, this is too fast or that. I mean, I definitely thought it was too fast, but... Thanks, Bree. <laughs> no, I did. I, I did think it was too fast, but also, like, I'm not in your guys' relationship. So, right. you know, for me, it's just someone who's outside of it thinking like, whoa, you guys are already engaged. This is crazy. But I'm not in your relationship, so... right. And I know it's taken us a while to post, and I'm sure people are like, well, you know, because Nana kind of said it, and you were saying it earlier, like, when you get engaged, why don't you exactly post? You know, it's it's hard when you're in our situation, because there's also other people that could have a say into your life when you're a reality star. 
So we've kind of had to wait. And I have to say, even when we posted the other day, we didn't get permission. I finally was like, I just want to say it, say it, you know, I'm sick of hiding it. And we were supposed to do a really cute thing in Sedona. We had this big plan we wanted to do, but of course that got ruined. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to post our photos from France. Right. Well, my thing is, is I find it funny because of social media nowadays that everyone feels like they have to have a game plan of like saying it or well, ours how isn't it's done. because of social why we had a game plan though. No, I know because of filming and everything, yeah. but but it's weird because when I got engaged and it was for TV, I announced it right away. Yeah, and I wonder if people were upset. I don't know if people were upset by it. Well, and I feel but like I guess that I was the season tw- one. We were trying to figure our lives out. I mean, my first engagement, it was live on TV. So, I mean, that yeah. just happened. But it's so weird in our world because I remember sitting and talking to Nana about it. She was having such a hard time understanding why you have to wait for an announcement. I'm like, this is, I guess, just the life we chose. When you live in the public eye, they either want you to wait for a moment or make sure. Like, I, I don't know. It's, um, it's difficult. Well, let's get to what everyone wants to hear. What? The ring. Are you so happy you get to wear your ring now? I am. I'm really happy I get to wear my ring. Um, it's been getting sized and also getting the setting fix. I, you know me, I'm a lover of diamonds. And Arden picked out this gorgeous diamond, and it's a very rare diamond. And I really love the shape. It's very classic. But when I was looking at it, I was like, I think this could be set a little different. And so the guy was like, wow, your girl has a really good eye. She's actually right about the setting just because I felt like it wasn't showcasing this gorgeous diamond that he picked out. And I I don't know, does that sound high maintenance or weird? No, you're going to be wearing it every day. Do what you want. Exactly. So it's getting, um, right now, it's getting sized and set a little differently. Oh, nice. I get to actually pick it up. I think tomorrow, Artem is. Um, But it's so beautiful. You know what? I, I just love... Diamonds that are very timeless and classic. Um, if you can imagine it on Grace Kelly's hand, I think that's just so beautiful. <laughs> and I can I can imagine that. So, um, but I'm so excited to wear it, and I'll be definitely excited the day we start planning a wedding. But I just we can't do that right now. I know you hear you hear it with kids, you hear it with everything. Well, there's never a good time because even Nana was like, "We'll do something very simple," but I still want to have the wedding in my dreams, and I just. I want to wait, too. Like, I don't want to be in a rush. So when do you think? I don't know. You know, to tell you the truth, I don't really see us getting married in 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, you know, maybe a courthouse thing and then do something. I don't know. Well, there's no point. I mean. This is the thing. It's like, I wish Carrie Bradshaw did have the big wedding. Like, then when she did the cute little courthouse in the diner, I was kind of, like, bummed out. I still want to have that big wedding. Um... So I don't know. And I'd be curious to know what our listeners think is, do I showcase that on TV again? I mean, I never actually got married, but sometimes I go back and forth. Are there things that I should keep private in my life and not fully share? I mean, I love privacy, but at the same time, I think what's hard being a reality star and taking people on the last seven years of your life is this journey. Yeah. And it's kind of like you don't give them the ending. I think everyone would hate that. I mean, could you imagine watching a movie and then there's no ending? I mean, you're right. like, ugh. And I, and I felt that when the first time around, people were very upset at me, not just because of the situation of my breakup, but because I didn't give them their 
fairy tale ending. Yeah. They were on this journey of something I wanted for five years. No, six years. And then they didn't get that. So well, I, I do get your point. I and don't know, if it's very hard. proposed on TV, then it can't be that private. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he did it on no, television. No, but what I'm saying is there are there things in my life I need to keep private? Do I need to make those decisions on my own? Yeah. As I to mean, protect myself and, you know, now my future family. So, because Artem and I, I mean, now we're going to be a family. Yeah, but I think a wedding is different because you, this is the thing. You you have the videographer. You end right. up filming it anyways. You just got to film it to your liking. I have That's to say true. they were super respectful when they filmed my wedding. Yeah. They kept their distance. Um, they weren't invasive at all. Not with our the, our guest. Not mm-hmm. with me. They didn't come down the aisle with me. They had the cameras really high up. I couldn't even see them. Yeah. So I felt like they weren't even there. Right. You know? And I mean, of course, a dream would be to get married in Paris. But one dream that I've always had, too, is that I want my Nana at my wedding. So, And there's no way Nana could travel to Europe. So I think I definitely will keep it here. You don't think she close. can travel to Europe? I, I know it's difficult for her. And it's really important to me that she's there, you know? Yeah, I agree. There's so many decisions, you Ooh. guys. Maybe that's what 2020 will be. It'll be the year deciding what I want to do for my wedding. Yes. Even though I've always thought a fall wedding would be so oh beautiful. Oh, my gosh. And those fall wedding dresses. Oh, my god! I kind of wanted to get married in the fall, but Brian and I, you know, we picked after WrestleMania because we're like, oh, it's our only free <laughs> yeah. time. But I always, I was looking at these wedding dresses and I tried it on this one, but they're like, this is for fall or winter. And I felt like a princess. Like I mean, the lace coming down my arms, oh. the high, gorgeous neck with the beading, the the way the back was. And I'm well, like, I oh. always thought the fall in um, Napa Valley or like Tahoe would just I mean, be gorgeous, gorgeous, and amazing fireplaces, well, wine, oh, faux yeah. furs. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we do like an engagement party in Paris or something. Wait, did you say engagement party or bachelorette? Engagement party. Oh. You already had I your always, bachelorette party yeah. there. We're not going to do that um, again. I always thought New York City, that energy and vibe, yeah. that would be really That'd cool, That would be really right? fun. Well, should I tell everyone my big news? What's your big news? I got a puppy. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, Brie. I'm like staring at you with big old bug eyes. Like, what? what like I got engaged about? again? Um, so Santa said I was good this year. I was on the nice list. So um, he brought me a little puppy. Her name is Penelope. She's so cute. She's on my Instagram now, so you'll see her. Um, And I have to say, I really felt it was time for Winston to have a companion. And and for all of us, too. And it happened to be my cousin, one of her good friends. Frenchies had babies. And so I was like, you know what? I think this is a sign. I'm like, well, is there a little girl in the litter? And they're like, yeah, the, the runt's actually a little girl. And I'm like, oh, Josie was a runt. And so... Um, so was Wynn. And so was Wynn. So Penelope's joined her family, and she's so adorable. Isn't she, Nicole? And the she, she's sleeping so on cute. Nicole right she now, is. actually. She, um, her build reminds me so much of Winston. I mean, so much. But what she does, she has a lot of Josie's personality. You oh guys, it's Bri, crazy. Can you t- please tell everyone what Birdie keeps doing? So you guys, Birdie keeps trying to pack her suitcase because every day Birdie wants to go to the moon to go get Josie. Ugh. Because I told Birdie about doggy heaven and how high it is and she wasn't understanding the concept and she's very much like Brian. Like You have to be literal with Birdie. So I go, Josie's up by the moon that's where heaven is at and so 
every night. And Birdie's the best at spotting the moon. I mean, it's not even sunset, and Birdie will show you where the moon's at. And um, she'll always be like, where JoJo lives. So every day, my daughter is trying to pack her bags to go get Josie to bring her back home. I mean, every day, I feel like Brian and I stare at each other with watery eyes. I know. When I, I just being sick here at your house, the few times I heard her say it, I was like, ugh. I know. So, but you know what? That just shows you, like, look at the love it gives your little kids and they don't forget. She's two and a half and how much she talks about Josie because she's had Josie since day one. Her and Josie were very close. But I'm very happy for Penelope. She's a very amazing addition. So cute. Yeah. Birdie's trying to wrestle Penelope, but I think she'll start to love her here soon. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And you know, Bria, I'm saying next week, let's bring Artem on. And hear from him about the engagement. Oh, that's a great and, idea. Okay, well, Bree, before we wrap up, Artem and I cooked all of Christmas dinner, and I have never in my life cooked nine hours straight. I know, I felt bad for Artem you. did two days straight. I did nine hours straight with him. Oh, my gosh. And who looked bougie at your Christmas dinner? Bree looked bougie. Thank that's you for right. dressing up. I have that's to say, right. everyone dressed up, which made me feel very special. But can we just say real quick... How amazing was my green bean casserole? You guys, I did it for the first time and everyone ate it up. You knocked it out of the park. Woo! I felt like it was the most talked about thing at the It was the most talked about dish, right? You guys had so much food. I was like, I wanted everything, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't consume. You know what? I'm so over-consuming. Me too. So holidays, you kicked our ass, but that's okay because it's January and we're going to get our asses back in gear. So that's it for opening up. Up next, I'm going to be kicking someone's ass because now it's time for Matchup of the Week. But first, a quick break. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses, so if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. 
Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store, and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla? I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve... 
as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee while we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. All right, everyone. So each week we pick a topic to debate and then we'll leave it up to our listeners to vote on Instagram who won the debate. That's right. So, you know, with all this engagement talk, I felt like our debate this week should be, is there such a thing as too soon to get engaged? Uh, You would want to debate this. Yes. All right, hater. And for all the other haters out there, which I know there are none, these are the rules of the debate if you've forgotten. Remember, we each have 30 seconds to make an opening statement for our side of the issue, and then we have two minutes for final arguments free-for-all. All right, who's going first? Well, I feel like I should give you the honors. All right, Nicole, are you ready? I'm ready. Go. Okay, first of all, no, I don't think there's there's such thing as too soon to get engaged because I feel like... Love is love, and when you feel it, you should go with it. I feel like sometimes, actually, what can hurt relationships is when we have these rules of like, no, okay, I want to be with this person, but I need to wait a few years. Or, no, I said I'd never get married again, so I'm not going to do it, but then now I want to. Maybe it's too late. If you feel it, go with it. What's the most beauty about love is, yes, it can hurt. Time's up. It can feel good. What? Time's up. I have so much more to say. I feel you like can it's not fair. The flu is making me talk slow. Okay. You tell me when to go. Go. Okay. I do actually think you can get engaged too soon. I think sometimes that puppy love in the beginning that we get in relationships kind of blinds us from like what you really need to know when it comes to marriage. You need to know people's financial stuff, how they're going to live with you. You got to know those little things that kind of bug you. But like, oh, but maybe it's cute. No, it turns into a big snowball effect and it will really bug you in marriage. But sometimes the thing about marriage is the partnership. You got to look more at just the love. Because let me tell you something. The minute you're combining. Oh, damn. That does go quick. Ready? Go. Okay. So this is my thing. Is I feel like. Okay. Go on. Go, I feel go. like sometimes people get engaged so soon because they love that that fresh love in the beginning. The stuff that makes you like giddy and gives you the butterflies. Right. But sometimes you got to get past that to really look at someone and be like, is this okay, the rest but, of my life? But this is my thing is someone can find that out about someone within a month. No, you two can't. Months. What do you mean? You When you start dating someone, it's not like this person's starting their life all of a sudden. This person could be in their career already for 15 years and already know how their life is. Yeah, you could definitely. I feel or like, someone could be a friend and you already know who they are and yeah, what they're about. Yeah, but it's about. different for me. I honestly feel like it's different the minute you move in with someone. I'm one of those people who do believe you should move in with someone before marriage because you can tell so much about a person when I you move with in with you. them. I also feel like the way they live. And I've heard so many times people be like, gosh, they weren't like that in the beginning. It's like, yeah, they're yeah, but comfortable this is my thing. Now. You guys act like being engaged is signing a marriage license. It's already like walking down the aisle. But no, can- that engaged time, which it's still something very special, say, but it doesn't it mean that it's already thing. permanent. No, but proposing to someone means that you want it to be permanent. Yeah, and when someone proposes, it's because they want to spend the rest of their life with someone, and they should have that moment when they feel it, because... There's Let me nothing tell you, worse than there when that moment other is guys too late. I was with where it was so fun and giddy in the beginning. If they would have proposed, I probably would have said yes. But the thing is, is it wasn't it wasn't right. Like I just feel like like with Brian. Like when Brian proposed, I 
very much knew at that time, like he was the one. I knew like his flaws. I would accept my flaws. He then was going to accept. I, then what's too soon for you? That's that's my question. Like for Artem and I, for instance, we were together for a year. Plus, I knew him for two years before that. So for I, me, that's not a too soon situation. If you're aiming it towards me, I love Artem. I'm happy you guys are engaged, but I do think there's a thing of too soon. Oh, two minutes is up. Thank you, sister, for ending it on that note. I could tell we could go on and on and on. Three minute. Actually, I feel like it should be a 30 minute. All right, you guys, we're going to post a poll on our IGs for you to vote, and we'll reveal the winner in next week's episode. And now it's time for Dear Bellas. Welcome back to our segment, Dear Bellas, where we give Bella-style advice to our listeners. Because who needs Abby when you have two Bellas? That's right. And here's today's question. Good morning, Bellas. My name is Diana, and I'm from Elk Grove near Sacramento in California. And like Bree, I'm a mom, and I have three girls. Um, My husband and I, we try really hard to raise them to be each other's best friends. But at 7, 10, and 13, it's um, not always easy. So uh, my question is, how in the world did you guys get to this place where you guys are so close and so supportive? I just love your relationship. And I just see too many sisters that don't treat each other kindly. And I don't want my girls to grow up and have that. I want them to have what you two share. And I noticed that you guys are just as close with JJ. So is there something that your mom did um, when you were younger or even now that creates that closeness? Thanks for the advice and looking forward to more Wednesdays in 2020. Bye. Oh, thank you, Diana, for all the compliments. And what a great question. That is a great question. By the way, I give you a lot of kudos for three girls, 7, 10, and 13. I mean, wow, that is amazing. And also, Diana, later when you have your wine for happy hour, drink. That's right. You said, I'm a mom. Because I'm a mom. (laughs) But, um, you know, I have to tell you, Nicole and I... We're big fighters growing up. We started wrestling at a very young age against each other. Yeah, but we loved hanging out with But each we did. Other. We were best friends, but we did fight. I mean, there was at times my mom was like, how do I even get in the middle of this? But I will say this. I feel like JJ, Nicole, and I have all become super close. I think because we've been through a lot together. But at the same time, my grandfather kind of always reminded us how important family is. And he constantly embedded that into us. Like, we literally are so close to our cousins. We're all like brothers and sisters. But I felt like my grandfather just constantly was like, you guys have no idea. Family will always be there in the end, no matter what. And we grew up truly believing that. Brian came into my family and he was mind blown when he saw JJ, Nicole and I argue. He was like, you guys could really cut each other down mean. And then two minutes later, you're okay. And I feel like it's because we know at the end of the day, we could take out anger and certain stuff on each other, but we still love each other and have each other's back. Right. Well, and I think as well as we were raised with a lot of love. So if my brother and sister ever did anything kind to me, Um, especially my grandparents and my parents would be like, okay, now go give your sister brother a hug and a kiss. Or when I would see them or any of my cousins or my aunts and uncles, go give them a hug and a kiss. When they would leave, give them a hug and a kiss. And, And I feel like when you do that at a young age, there's something about that love that's there and you're not afraid to show that affection. And it was crazy to me as I started to get older, more in college when you meet people from different backgrounds, how many people didn't do that with their brothers or sisters or their cousins? Right. And I feel like you have to show the love 
from everywhere. So you, you have to teach them in about, you know, blood is thicker than water and family is that. And then you also need to have them embrace each other and, and feel that connection. We're big huggers. We're big huggers. I mean, you come to our house every time you leave. It is as if you are going off to war. My the sister hugs. got a boob job and it weirded me out a little bit hugging her after because her well, boobs would you, always Brie. smash into my chest. Oh my but gosh. I would. I'd like, you know what? I, I don't, don't know if these hugs are <laughs> that enjoyable anymore. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but you know, I also have to give a compliment what I thought my mom did so well on raising all of us is she let all of us kids be who we wanted to be as individuals. And we all had to rejoice that. We did. And sometimes I'll see families and I feel like, because they have three girls or three boys. They want them all to dress alike or be alike or go be involved in the same thing. And sometimes I feel like that can bring on competition or a little anger between the children. And I think when you embrace who they all are individually, it actually brings them together more. Like Um, my mom definitely made it like Nicole's the stronger, more athletic one. She always made me feel like the more artsy, girlier one. She made JJ the more wild but funny one. She really embraced everyone's strengths and like was very vocal about it, which made us all feel like we brought something to the family. You know, and there's one thing I do with Birdie every night, Brian and I both, and um, we always say, who loves you? We've taught her since she's been little. She goes through the whole family, Hanukkah. Oh, I mean, the I whole mean, family. she'll go Dodo, A, Uncle JJ, Lola, Baby A, V, G, G, Pop Up. Like, you guys, she goes through the whole family because Brian and I tell her, we want you to know every day who loves you. And I really feel like it helps her. Don't you feel like Nicole makes her more, more loving? She loving. realizes everyone is family and that they love her, so she wants to love them. And I think that's what we have to do for our kids. We just have to teach them and show them the love. I agree. Let them embrace it on their own, but we can't forget about the connection of human beings. Mm-hmm. And that's giving hugs and kisses and really feeling that. So I encourage that everyone has their children do that with each other. And it's just the littlest thing saying thank you to a sibling and giving them a big hug and a kiss. That goes so far when you start that at such a young age. I agree. Yeah. So thank you, Diana, for your call. And we are looking forward to more Wednesdays, too, in 2020. That's right. And if you want a chance to hear from us, anything from relationships to business life to mom life or whatever else you want advice on, give us a call at 833-Q-Bellas. And now it's time for Bella Brains. But first, a quick break. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Warning. 
things are about to get intense. I mean, Bree and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in, <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This week, Bella Brains is hosted by our brother, the vacation JJ. Thank you, Bree. Glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show where one twin leaves the room while I ask the other one some questions. And we keep score to see who has the stronger Bella Brain. That is right. And we are keeping track of who wins each week. And the first one to five wins gets a donation by the loser to their favorite charity. The current score is zero to one. Bree in the lead. That's right. Whatever, Bree. So, who's going to win this round? Let's find out. It's time for... Bella Brains! Bella Brains! Bella Brains! Okay, who's leaving the room first? I guess because Nicole's been sick all week. I'll get up and go. Okay, good. Thank you. You ready? I am ready. All right. For this week's Bella Brains, I will be asking questions about soccer. Oh, gosh. We uh, all grew up playing this sport. Yeah. Nicole's the rock in the back. That's right. Around a dynamic midfielder. So they should know a little bit about soccer. Question one. What does USWNT stand for? Oh, my gosh. USWNT. United Soccer Women's. What is it? USWNT. National team. USW. The United, um, the US, wait, United States, US, right? USW. United States Women's National Team. That is correct. Yes. It took a minute, but that yes, is sorry. correct. I'm blaming the flu. <laughs> uh, you can't go United States, US. I'm like, yeah, that's not right. <laughs> All right. Congratulations on that. Yes, thank you. Question two. Who is the all-time leader in scoring for the United States women's national team? Mia Hamm? No. Shoot, it's what's-her-name with the short hair. Damn it. 
Uh, I can't think of her name. Well, I'm just going to say this one because we get three guesses, right? You do. Okay, so Alex Morgan. No. Okay, it's. Um, you have one more guess. I can't think of her name, Jay. I will tell you that she is retired. Because to oh. be fair, there's a couple girls with short hair. Yeah. Shoot, what's her name? She's married to that author. Oh. She's the hot one. Whatever. I'm just gonna go with Brandy Chastain. Not even close. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It is Abby Wombat. Abby Wombat. That's who I was Come thinking on. of. Abby. She's married to the author. She, uh, yeah. She actually is past Mia Hamm. Yeah. Mia Hamm wow. held it for a very long time, and no one's close to them. Yeah. She, I knew it was Abby. I just yeah. couldn't think of Abby's name. Yeah, she's like 183 goals or something, and Mia wow. Hamm's like 157, I think. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry, Abby, but I love you and think you're hot. All right. Question three. Who scored the iconic penalty kick to win the World Cup and celebrated by taking her shirt off? Brandy Chastain. That is correct. Woo! Of course, she remembers something when the girl took her shirt off. Of course. Loved Brandy Chastain. Well, no, her husband for a while was the head coach of Arizona State University, and I was going to go play soccer for him, Ray Uh Leon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yay. So, two out of three. Two out of three. That's pretty good. Shoot, and I almost had three out of three. Okay, let's get Brie. All right, Brown, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so this week, the category is soccer. Soccer. I feel like I should know all this. You better. Yeah, I mean, as I explained, you both grew up playing it, so let's let's check out the knowledge. (laughs) Question one. What does USWNT stand for? USWNT? United States. Women, NT, national, and it's a T at the end. Tryout. <laughs> no, you get three guesses. So let's try that again. Okay, but did I get a lot of them right? A lot of the words right. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you that. No, that doesn't count. Let's go. U S W N T. U S W N T. Um. Brown, if you don't get this one right. United United States Women National Training. Okay, you have one two. more guess. One more. <gasps> one more. I know. <laughs> United States Women National Team. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> if you didn't get that one, I'm glad we got to walk out right now. Yeah. Mm. Training? 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 Tryout? Tryout? <laughs> <laughs> well, you made it sound more complicated than what it was. <laughs> I think in your head you made it more complicated than what it was. Okay, question two. Who is the all-time leader in scoring for the U.S. women's national team? Mia Hamm? No. Alex Morgan? No. <laughs> Brandy Chastain? Oh. You guys have the same exact no. answers, and they're all but wrong. I, but to be fair, I knew this person, and I couldn't yes. figure out their name, so I just started to say names. But you literally didn't even think of this person, James. Uh, it's Abby Wambach. Oh, duh. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Big duh. Yeah. That's why, like, she was on Time Magazine and stuff. I mean, the whole soccer team was, but it's always on her. No, I don't know if they're Time Magazine. That, that's not. Uh, well, the whole team. Well, I think you're thinking of uh, no, a little left fielder, the one that's playing now. No, the one with the pink hair. Yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's not her. That's not Abby. Oh. They have the same haircut. Abby Wambach doesn't play right now. 
Oh, okay. Abby was at the SPs when we were there. That's, she was yeah. being awarded. Okay, no. Yeah, Dang it. She's like the it. one girl that probably could have played for like the U.S. men's team, honestly. Yeah, she, yeah. she was a beast. Insane. She was, yeah. Question three. Who scored the iconic penalty kick to win the World Cup and celebrated by taking her shirt off? Brandy Chastain. <laughs> you both got very excited about this. Yeah. I know. Because so we knew it. We like when girls two, take their shirts off. So now, of course, another tie. This is how it got settled last time. So not fair. I love tiebreakers because tie I just breaker? scream I have answers. a tiebreaker. Okay. Who was the youngest female player to represent the United States national team? Oh, shoot. Um, oh, my gosh. I know. I know this. Are you guys going to guess or, or what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Drew I Blank. Just... Who's the youngest female soccer player to represent the United States of America? Carla Overbeck. Just kidding. No, no. she was the oldest, I think. I know. Um... Gosh. This would have Alex Morgan. No. We're just going to be saying like, names we know. I know. I feel um, like it was that girl this probably year. Probably a start. Is it that left defender? <laughs> what's her name? You know, can I get a hint? Yeah, maybe what's the first letter of the name? M. Meham. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, are you guys serious? I won. This is all a rig and cheat. How is it rigged? You actually 15 asked. years old, by the way. You 15? 15? Mia Hamm. She you know, played for the United States. I actually. was going to say Mia Hamm. No, don't lie. Well, I was. You lie. I was, and then I thought, oh, no, because it's, you know. I mean, you guys just want to go with, like, one of the greatest soccer players of all time? I know. <laughs> I didn't think she was um, the youngest. This is the best, though, is Nicole goes, can we get a little hint, you know, like the start of the first oh, name? Right, right, right when I, like, I said Emma. Like, and then she's like, this is rigged. You rigged Whatever. it. Whatever. <laughs> you just find ways to cheat all the you time. You rigged it. I capitalized off that. Jeez. So it's official. Brianna has more knowledge of soccer and was the better no, soccer player. she does not and was not. Well, that brings the current score to two to zero. Brianna. Yes. Rigged. <laughs> well, thank you, JJ, for hosting another edition of Bella Brains. And you guys, we will be back next week for another edition of Bella, Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. Bella Brains. Thank you, JJ, for hosting Bella Brains. Yes, and now it's time for Bella Army Q&A. As always, tweet at Bella Twins with the hashtag Bella's Podcast, and we might pick your question to answer on the show. That is right, and this week we're answering a tweet from at youth. The question is, if you could switch lives with someone else for one day, who would it be? Ooh. That's, That's really a, good. Yeah, I really like that. Gosh. Now, my next question for you would be past or present, but I guess we'll just pick whoever we want. Okay, Brie, you go first. Oh, this is really hard because there's like so many people. Well, then I could go first. You go first. Well, goodness, wait. I was just about to say someone, but there's so many people that I could choose. I know. See, I'm but, like, you know who I'm torn between? Who? I'm torn between like Oprah because I feel like it would be really neat to be in her life one day. Yeah. Like, just the way she inspires people, the way she enjoys wine. She lives in Maui. You know, <laughs> she does really incredible things. But then I also feel like it would be really cool to be a rock star for a day and be on stage oh, and sing and have that feeling That's of a what good they one. feel. So I'm torn right now. See, I was torn between Marilyn Monroe 
or Queen Elizabeth II. Marilyn, imagine just being a day in the life of Marilyn Monroe. That would be like, yeah. that would be so interesting. And then Queen Elizabeth, just to have that feeling of being royalty and knowing the whole country is like, God save the queen. Like to experience that and all that responsibility and have Winston Churchill come to my door and like talk to me about England type of stuff. That would be insane. Like to talk, be talking to Winston Churchill about World War II stuff. I couldn't even imagine. Hmm. I agree. But then I'm kind of thinking maybe be Janis Joplin for a day at Woodstock (laughs) and see how the hippies really did it. See, you and I like all the past stuff. Yeah. That kind of sounds really cool to me. Yeah. I might go with that, even though I'd be so drunk that I wouldn't remember. Wow. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go with Queen Elizabeth II. Just to have talks with Winston Churchill and get to know information and also wear a crown and have all those diamonds. (laughs) That'd be really nice. (laughs) (laughs) So you. So me. Well, what can we say? Yeah. Well, everyone tweet at us. I want to know who would you want to switch lives with for a day? It's a big question. That's a great one. You could do past or present. All right, Bella Army. Well, that is it for this week's Bella Army Q&A. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, thank you, Bella Army. And I'm engaged. Yay! Yay! That's <laughs> right. And vote for the winner of this week's Matchup of the Week on Instagram. Tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. And please show us some love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. Special thanks to Vacation JJ for being a great Bella Brains host. And until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you always go Bream out if you drink along with us. See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, Bye-bye. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. Tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.